0: Welcome to Dating Essentials with Eva, the Relationship Maker, where we talk about dating, relationships, and we answer your questions. Let me introduce my special guest for today with one of her original songs. Enjoy! How many times I've seen the same graffiti?
1: No how many times I've There's speakers in the train listening. Seems like time and speeding doesn't change my thinking. When in the train, just wait and hope then for a stop. How many times have passed from the views to go.
0: that song for all of you jazz lovers. And the singer is right here in front of me, Nanny Carolina Chessin. You know, I love jazz and I didn't know that, I mean, I, I have seen you now for a while. I didn't know that you you have a record and you have such an amazing voice. That's yeah. my new and my something I'm going to listen from now on. And the uh, uh, name of the album is Nenny, right? Um, actually, I have multiple albums, but the one that you just played
1: is actually a single that I released, um, actually, was it this year? Or I think it's this year I released it. Um, it's an original, actually. I composed it with Massimiliano Doninelli. So that's a single, it's not part of an album. Uh, but my latest album is called Paris 2 no okay. paris. Paris. i was living in paris before and uh, for the last six years but uh yeah so it's paris too. it's the jazz album uh with um in collaboration with uh, david herridge a pianist and uh, british pianist that lives in paris and he is like original he's a 70 80 years old uh, piano player from the jazz era original you know um, from the jazz era, in the '60s, and in Paris and England, and uh, we we cut that album together. Paris Two is called, and prior to that, I released another jazz album from Paris called Summer uh, Winter, Summertime and Wintertime, and it's another jazz album. Yeah, those are the two main albums, and I have other ones in Spanish called Sueños, which is, means dreams. I have. Uh, I just released another another mini EP called. Um, I think Ave Maria, the the present or something like that. There's uh two versions of the Ave Maria in English and in in
0: Spanish from the Schubert and the Bach.
1: night I
0: love this one. It's so I mean it's so catchy. It, yeah, the it, yeah oh. the music from
1: from the 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 train, um, the yeah the that one was compo I composed that one. Uh, the lyrics are. Every time I was going in the train from the suburbs to the center of Paris, from my ex-lover, actually my French lover and my French boyfriend in Paris, I was watching all these things going on and all the different stories, imagining the stories of the people in the train. And so I I decided to write the lyrics of the song. So... And Massimiliano had this amazing music and we paired it together and it just blended like perfectly my lyrics with his music and we launched that, that, uh, that single that you just played.
0: Well, at the end, we're going to let people know where they can get the album, where they can listen to the album. Yes. And we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to mention your website. I'm going to also list it on, uh, on my comments. Okay. Yes. Thank you. You are a Renaissance woman. I was reading about you and you are, it, you are amazing. You are, a, uh, what? you are a triathlon and you are a business coach, a life business coach and an engineer. I mean, JT always says that left brain and right brain, either you are one or the other, but it seems like you have a very good mixture of both.
1: Yeah, I have, i want one of those rare people that really has a little bit of the left brain and the right brain together mixing. I am more of a right brainer dominant, but I definitely have that left brain geeky side of me and I studied computer science and uh, I worked for the corporate world as a software engineer creating software for the medical industry. Uh, advanced offer for the Harvard Medical and for working for the CDC, the DOD and all that and clinical to so suffer uh, electronic clinical trials. So, and uh, case, disease case reporting algorithms to, um, to create a report case, uh, case re, uh, to create reports on based on big data. So I did all the algorithms and with the latest technology right now, Python coding and I have Java, C programming, all the stuff, website building, automation. Um,
0: script. woman oh, with many talents. It's like a <laughs> you. I said you're talking gibberish to me. Yeah, I, I know some of the terms, but the rest, it's like really.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I am a geek and I have been coding since I was 17, I guess, uh, when I started uh, in college. But um, my I've always done both uh, the artistic. I've always been a professional singer, like working singer since I started college. So I always kept both my artistic side. And my, and my engineering side together. And I also, because I had to promote myself as a singer, then I had all the marketing and branding and the event promotion online and website that, so I mixed the two always. So that's why um, I'm, I'm pretty balanced with all the, the knowledge that I have to build my own business.
0: Oh, that's excellent. It's like you have to make money until you were able to make money with the singing because it's not that easy to get into that market. Correct. So, um, you lived in Boston and you were living between Boston and you were moving to Paris and back and, and now you live in LA. Yes, I live yes. in LA County. How was, how was living in Boston? How, how did it help you with your music or mostly help you with your music when you moved to Paris? well like
1: i said i've been a professional musician since even before arriving to boston and uh boston was was where i I made all my progress and my success in all, all the careers in the software engineering, Boston helped me develop my, my corporate uh, career, you know, that allowed me to buy property as well. And I had a six-figure salary there in the software engineer industry, in the health industry. As you know, Boston is very um, top, very top in, in technology and health. So I was in the in the two best you know areas, and then as soon as I arrived, like pretty much I was singing, pretty much a month after, uh, a month after immediately I joined um, some of the the reason I picked Boston to to be and live uh, was because I knew some Berkeley College of Music um, musicians, mm-hmm. so basically my tribe was the Berkeley Berkeley College of Music. So I was going to Berkeley. I was listening. I had teachers there, coaches. I always had coaches for vocal training. So I was doing that. So I was always doing in parallel working. And I uh, had, um, I joined a Renaissance choir, which um, I produced an album for, and it's also um, on, all the, so on, the, on all the music stores online. It's called um, uh, Dream, what is it? Voices of a Dream, and it's Renaissance music. And you can hear, it's like amazing. I recorded in a church, it was amazing. And then I joined the New England Conservatory of Music as a gospel singer. And uh, I've been singing with them till this day. And uh, in fact, the director just actually sang, uh, played for me just a couple of weeks ago in a wedding that they had, they flew me all the way to Boston to sing the Ave Maria for a wedding. And the director of that gospel uh, choir played for me again and he was like this is amazing the video is all there in youtube and everything if you want to listen to that wedding the singing but uh yeah so i've been doing boston was what formed me, you know, the relationships um, that I, the connections I did triathlon, I did over 30 triathlons there. Wow. I had the team for triathlon. I, I formed my first jazz band over there with my ex-boss. In fact, my ex-boss in the software company was a Berkeley guitarist. Mm -hmm. and he was my guitarist so we formed this band called Vida Vibrante because I was performing for the company every Christmas (laughs) it was a small company we were five we grew it to 200 people we had uh, we have a brand where they have a branch in Geneva so I was traveling to Europe all the time every year I I managed a team in Croatia as well so I was going to Croatia and, and, and Switzerland every year and uh, we grew that company, so I knew how to build a, com- a software company from the ground up with uh, with the founders. And uh, so I learned everything. I learned everything about the corporate world. I learned how how they promoted, how they did the marketing, how to, how to grow that you know corporate software company. I and then I I used that to promote my to also learn and, and, and uh, incorporate it into my music business, which was recording in studios for ba- back vocals. Um, I was hired many times to do back vocals for other collaborators in Boston with the Berkeley students. Um, yeah, so I did all that. Then I started recording my my own music and with the, my friends from Berkeley. And uh, yeah, so I was performing jazz in the top, you know, top jazz bands in town. So my 20 years in Boston was, where I launched everything. But I, I was just a yeah. beautiful city. Yeah. And are the you, training. And it's very much into sports. So well, okay. when I survived cancer in 2004, actually tongue cancer, I became oh, a triathlete. Wow. Yeah, so they cut my tongue, they cut my head. <laughs> and you tongue. can still sing. It's
0: amazing. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah, so. You are okay now, right? Yes, yes. It's 2004. I've been in remission since and um, it was a difficult recovery and that recovery to recover my body to the state that it was i had i started training and then i said well somebody said why don't you do triathlons i'm like okay so i did i did and um and i became addicted to it triathlon and then kite surfing and uh, I was, and then I joined, I was already, I'm already, uh, since I'm Latin American, so I'm into dancing. So I joined the Latin American dancing team in the town. So I was having a really fantastic life in Boston. It, there was.
0: So how you have time for, for relationships, it's like you are like all over. It's like incredible. I'm, I'm just listening to you and I said, I have a very boring life.
1: <laughs> oh um no i think everybody has a life that you know that are you're happy with and that you you know you don't have to do all the things that i was doing in fact that's what launched me to to paris because i wanted to calm down and and mm-hmm. i wanted i wanted to i wanted to center and uh not do but be mm-hmm. and uh one of the things that i was struggling struggling with uh with dating uh, during my most active time, um, I thought that if I, if, I, if I did whatever I wanted, whatever I loved, I would find a person in any of those circles that could have, um, comp- have more comp- compatibility with me than if I went out dating outside my circle. Um, that I would just, um, share with people and find friends in those circles, the triathlete world or the dancing world or my work. And, um, and those places when I went out, I was going out and meeting people. I was very social talking, speaking with people, but it was not, um, it was not easy, but I did learn in that, that I was doing it all wrong. I knew I, I now I know, you know, I, I've learned a lot since I moved to Paris and, um, and I learned in that time, because I used to complain, people would say, oh, how do you have time for relationships if you don't, if you don't, if you have all this time? I'm like, well, but I'm not going to wait in my room to, you know, making all this space just to wait for a relationship. I need to live life and I need to enjoy life. And I did have a concern that many men were intimidated by my my energy my activities and say well you don't have time for me if you're doing this like well i'm not gonna make a space for you and have it ready empty without just for you to you know for some person to come out out of the blue i have to go out i have to i have to interact and i would go dancing three times you know my with my team for live music where my berkeley friends were playing i would support them i would promote them online so i would make collaborations for uh, artist promotion. And they would see me, they would invite me on stage to sing, I would dance and sing. And um, so it was sort of like social networking for me, you know, in the artistic world. And I would hope to find somebody there. Like there were some people interested in me and everything, but none that was compatible enough to, and of course, if you find someone, then you find time, you know, you make time, like, okay, we, once you make time for someone, then you can go out and do things. But if you share something like going out dancing together, well, okay, I go. let's go dancing together. Let's go triathlon training together, you know? So I did find several dates and several relationships in
0: any of those sort, including my work. I remember when I, put, I posted uh, that I would like to interview people to tell me the bad and the ugly. And you said, oh my God, I can tell you a lot. <laughs> it's like so but yes. you know what? I find that if somebody is as successful as you, some men are intimidated by because, or they are, if they are in the same industry and you are better than them, people get kind of jealous. It's, it's, it's a human nature, I believe, because everybody wants to succeed. So I can see that um, you had problems having in the industry relationships. So what happened? Tell me something, some juicy thing, thing, about the ugly, the bad, the good, well, there are
1: so many stories. And, but, uh, yeah, so, but what I've learned, for example, whenever I, I started communicating with a guy when I went out and I started telling them these kind of things, they would see me um, if I talked about everything that I was doing at the moment, right? Like so, such a full life, such everything. They felt all the time and they expressed it. You can see it in their face. Like, you have a full life. You don't need me. And I felt like in that respect, um, they say, oh, but, and they, they would say thing, Oh, you don't have, don't have time for relationship. And they say, and um, sometimes some of the men feel like they need to be needed and they need, they have, they have this um, value of wanting to protect and wanting to um, take care of you. Yeah, wanting to take care because that's what the the culture trains them for, right? Like many, not all men, of course, not all men. Uh, there are independent men that don't think that way, but a lot of men are trained for that. And one of the things that I really hated in my in my the female culture is that thing that you had to be like, Oh, I have to be like a damn cell to be rescued so that the guy feels, I didn't want to be fake like that. I, I I'm not, I don't want to be rescued. I don't want to be the little innocent damsel. cell. And I see that the girls that did that, they had success. <laughs> and I just couldn't, couldn't do that. And, um, I was often, you know, told, you know, you, you cannot be that strong. You have to be, Um, you have to be more, like, uh, more weak, uh, or show, show more vulnerability. I'm saying, well, I have a vulnerability, but not in the take care of me kind of thing. I've always been independent woman. I've, I've um, maintained myself, you know, I build my wealth, my property, my cars, my work, always independent, alone. And I don't want a guide to to provide that for me, because I already provided for myself. So, I was looking for a different kind of what I learned is I was looking in the, the wrong place. If I'm going to a, a club for, for, um, to find a guy, then there would be people that want girls that, you know, a person that's independent, maybe they don't go to the, those places. So um, they go to a different place. So um, I noticed that that's th- the major problem that I had was that like after, they just felt like they didn't, I didn't need them. And um, and that was, and I didn't under, understand also the whole protocol of you call me in in, 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 Amer- in America you have to call me, and uh, if you call me too soon then it means something and I'm one commitment and if you have sex this way and this other uh, is it was too much, and uh, I wanted something more organic and more more flexible so that's uh that's some of the lessons that i learned you know dating in boston and uh, i think in general communication is very important and and if you are honest with yourself you're true to yourself you do what you love you feel fulfilled with yourself and you love yourself first Then the right person will come, and you maybe not need a person. You know, I know that um, partner. People say, well, maybe the ultimate goal is to to have a partner. You know, but if you don't feel good with having yourself as a partner, how can you feel good with another person? You know, and
0: um, now you put the uh, the dot on the i because I find that when people come from a from a weak point that you need the other person to complete you, it's not working out. And many people are not strong enough to have a relationship based on strength, on, you know, like you do your things, I do my things. We come together and we are stronger together and we don't rely. It's like they are expecting a person to be everything, be the lover, be the friend, be the confidant. And it's impossible for a person to to give all that, but I know men are nurturers and they want to take care of you, and um, if they are handy, they can take care of uh, whatever is around. But really, like you need a strong man, and I I'm really in awe of you because very few women going to stand by their values and their boundaries. This is who I am. You want me, you don't want me, I'm not going to pretend, I'm not going to play games. That's excellent. But one thing I did did, did happen
1: during that period, well, in Boston dating is that I, because of my aggressiveness and the because of my my confidence and my my success in my profession, you know, I felt very good about myself. I felt pretty I felt sexy I felt strong and I felt a little bit empowered to be the chaser and that was a mistake that for me because I thought that okay well if they chase well why why can't I chase why can't I pick so I was attacking like, like chasing avidly chasing like like a man would do and i I didn't know that that was completely wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, in North America, that's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah so wrong. I didn't
1: know that that was not okay that and also I would be aggressive, like chasing, chasing, and, and like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna show interest, I'm gonna call and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna you know, I wanna be upfront, front and i and I was actually doing the effort, a lot of putting a lot of effort for people that I liked. Mm-hmm. without letting them prove um their my trust so one thing that I learned after being in Paris is that I have to invest as much as they or as little as they invest back so I invest a little and they have to invest back a little and if they invest back a little then I invest a little more and that that back and forth I didn't know that balance and I just went like so, of course, nobody wanted me because I was like in their face, you know, like it was too much. It was really too much. And what maybe I perceived as I am too much, uh, maybe it was just that aggressiveness. And uh, now I understand like, okay, so this is me. This is like, like one side. See one side of my face. Like, do you want to see the other side? And then if they say yes, it's like, okay, show me your side. You know, something like that, Some a little bit more balance. Um, And that I learned. And then of course, I I also noticed when I was in Boston that I was, um, because of my training and the triathlon and all the stuff, my body was like very strong. Um, The muscles, everything was really, really good. I mean, still good, but um, I I I had an imbalance in the feminine and the masculine energy. And I am a strong woman sure I'm a, you know I am
0: a go getter you go-getter, can like you, uh, you can throw a punch
1: <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm not not so much physically strong but I am you know I'm a go getter I just focus I work I do I'm, I'm a, I have a strong energy but I didn't have my my yin and my yang um balanced and the femininity wasn't coming out Sure, I would wear a dress for dancing and everything and the makeup and everything, but it's not the same. There was something that was more intense in the work and the drive. The masculine and the yang was the, yeah, the yang force. Let's not call it masculine and feminine, but more like the yang external uh, physical dress energy was stronger. So I wanted to go to Paris to balance that energy because I felt like I needed to have that, um, balance of femininity that I had inside me and I feel like I did get it like and now I feel very feminine and I feel and, and of course if you want to attract the other person if the person is heterosexual you know I'm a heterosexual if you want to attract the men ha- they want to attract the opposite energy right like the, the yang wants to attract the yin so if I don't show the yin then they can't see it and they're not attracted to me because I'm, an, I'm the same energy as them. So that's what I had wrong. And that's, it, it just blew my mind like, oh, this is it. They were not seeing the yin in me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't showing it to them. And as soon as I opened my eyes and that there's like flies were coming to the suite, like
0: but like, you know what because that's why you succeeded because you have that drive because you are strong and it's very hard to to put it aside you know in a certain instances but yeah i love paris and i think it it was a great place for you to do it so that that's what i you know so just try to balance if you balance
1: yourself you will attract the the compliment. I think. Yeah, you do. And that's that's what I think. You know, in terms of um, like you said, like how how can you know how can you uh, date when you're so busy? You know, you have to have the priority, right? Like, do you want to find a relationship right now, or do you want to succeed in your business right now? So you have to decide what is your priority. I know my priority right now is not to find. Um, a relationship because I'm full, and I, I I know now that that's not my priority. My priority is, is to grow my business right now, so I'm not really dating online or going out and looking for something. But when I went to Paris, that was my focus. I said, you know, this is my priority. I want to find someone. I didn't and didn't go dating online, but my intention when I went out was. I want to meet someone and sure enough you know after six months of living in paris of course i met every month there was like so many beautiful guys over there um that uh i i met and i and i dated at the beginning also you need to know the culture right Mm -hmm. the culture of every of every country so i was new to the culture once it took me six months to learn their dating uh, process and their dating protocol which was more like the Latin heritage that I have more closer to that like organic more organic and they're straightforward they say, I like you I want to be with you P- period it's, there's no, no no protocol no games no nothing and soon enough I through my singing again I um I, vis- I, I met uh, a guy that became you know was like love my life it's fantastic uh love uh, loving relationship with a younger guy and we were together for five years. Uh, it ended because of external circumstances. You know, the, the family opposed for many other reasons. Um, they, they weren't open to entrepreneurs, um, uh, Latin American mm-hmm. or American uh, English speaking people. <laughs> they weren't open to that. And it was really difficult to sustain the relationship with the family opposing. So we had to end it and uh but you know i I was very successful you know getting that relationship i lived the dream love life in paris and he still says it we're still friends to this day we talk every week um and it's fantastic you know but we cannot be together because of that circumstance but i was successful you know i dreamed i had a a full fulfilled love life i can't tell you that was your
0: focus like i I have a friend and she had been married a few times and she broke up, uh, she divorced her husband and she went on a date says, my focus, I wanna get married. And I said like, how you do that? Says, that's my focus. She's married. She got married after a year with, uh, with the man she met. So it's almost like a business thing. You put a goal in front of you and yes. you just put the blinders and you go for it.
1: Yes, yes. I think one of the breaking points, I was in Boston in uh, before leaving Paris, and I was meeting with, um, uh, who's now a client of mine, but he's a gospel choir director, and he's, he's, he know, he's known me since 2000. And he says, and I told him, you know, I'm having trouble finding a relationship. I really want a relationship, but I'm having trouble. I really haven't lived a real relationship I really wanted, and he's like, Well, you have manifested and worked for all your business, all your success, all your professional career, for singing, for working, uh wealth, material wealth, so why why can't you do apply that to your love life mm-hmm. and it blew my mind that I had a limiting belief that the love life I couldn't control mm-hmm. that I, whatever came to me, like in passing, I just had to follow it and and follow the love. What what God was sending me, like that. I, I I had a completely different approach about love life, and then exactly what you said. I was like, I just need to put whatever the same thing that I do with my other stuff to this, mm-hmm. and I it, it was like a flip of my mindset, and I focused. And voila! I had I had a relationship, and and um, I did it, and I had like the best experience of my life was that last experience that I had, and I, I am divorced as well, and that and that was uh, very very tough, you know. I separated in ninety eight, mm-hmm. um, but that was really tough because it was physical and psychological abuse, but it was because exactly what you said, like he couldn't take. He was older than me seven years. He couldn't take that I had reached his level Mm -hmm. and my success he couldn't tolerate it he could not tolerate it because before he was above like go on my this you know i have the job i'm providing you know and now i was the one providing i was the one um succeeding in music and he was also a musician but he didn't do anything so it was like and so to to be able to feel better than me. He would put me down on other things and, and you know, abuse, abuse, abuse to keep me down. My, my self-esteem was on the ground. And even though I was succeeding in the software and the and the
0: singing and everything, still putting me down. But that's practice. their MO. That's their MO usual. Yeah. When they don't feel, they, they lose their confidence. The only way they try to gain back the confidence, putting the other person down. But instead of taking the time and say okay what can i do to to get to her level it's it's just anyway it's human nature i i see it all the time yeah so that was really difficult but you know it's you
1: have to have a tribe i think without the relationship and the network you know people like you that invited me and you are so sweet and kind and i appreciate your your comments about my work and about me um I really appreciate having a tribe, you know, like JT's tribe and and everybody that listens and and goes to his events. And if you have a tribe, you can actually rely on that tribe to feel better, to feel confident, to find love, to find whatever goal you want. Sure it's, it's and like you
0: said, you also mentioned that you you run a podcast when it was just in the beginning and you s- restarted it. What is the podcast all about, and what is the title where they can listen to it?
1: Yes, so um, my podcast is as well as all my music is in all the regular podcast um uh, media like it's on Apple Podcast, you know, iTunes Podcast, on Amazon Podcast, on Google Podcast, and also on my website, of course, Automate Your Success Coaching. You can have access to the podcast there directly in the blog. For it's called My Conversation, it's the journey, it's actually a journey to uh, during my music business, my music career, and uh, talk about what inspires me, lessons about life. Um, and uh, I also interview other musicians where they talk about how they compose their music. The last, but I did stop it for a while because um, I was doing the podcast. I launched it many t- when I left, when I went to Paris, I think. I launched it then and I started doing some, some, um, the same thing, you know, my conversation where I talk and sing, where I speak and sing and uh, that gives some wisdom and try my main goal for anything that I do is to motivate people to live their dreams. And what I do is I help turn their visions into reality with my coaching, whether it's life in life or in business. And I have the engineering tools to help them on that online. So everything that I do is is funneled to that, to serve people, to help them live your dreams. So my my podcast is about that. It's a conversation where I speak and I sing and I talk about life lessons. Motivational, it's inspirational, um, action actionable. Maybe marketing, maybe branding. So different themes all the time. And um, I restarted again. I started, and then now I'm gonna launch another Millionaire Flix show. So I'm gonna relaunch everything again completely. And I have um, it's the same. So it's my conversation on the road to success is gonna be the show. And but uh, you're gonna be listening to all. You can just subscribe to my conversation everywhere. Like itunes google everything everything's spotify in there here. yeah spotify all, all, all the um the music stores also you can find my music there in all the music stores
0: mm-hmm.
1: online music stores so last
0: question before mm-hmm. we're going to wrap up what kind of man you looking for what if a man wants to date you what they have to look forward because you have a very full life what kind of men? you you envision yourself with?
1: Well, I want a man that is self-realized, that knows that they have unlimited potential, and that they can be independent from me without needing me. Mm-hmm. That we can have wonderful time to share life, and to share the downs, and to share the ups, to support each other, and um, I would like somebody that, you know, can, that I can count on, um, that they know that they can count on me for anything, that um, right now, you know, since I don't have a relationship, I fill that time with other things. But if we ha- I had a relationship, then I would fill it with time with that person, right? And that they don't have to be intimidated by my full schedule that is full because they're not in it right now but if they were in it we would do things together that i really look for somebody that is conscious about when i say self-realized is a person that not only ha- knows that had unlimited potential to be successful abundant but also that takes care of their health a person to me that does not take care of their health that health is not priority um and doesn't know how to eat well or I don't think I can be with, <laughs> so that's important for me, a person that takes care of their health, however they wanna take care of their health because every person has their own way, right? So a person that is healthy, I would like to um, definitely uh, be with a healthy person and, uh, and a person that has uh, the value of kindness and generosity. Kindness and generosity is very important to me and, um, and honesty,
0: of course interesting that most of the women i talked to and i did interview also they have the same thing have to be healthy no uh no drinking like social drinking is okay specifically no drugs that was the priority so it's it's a person who really wants to do something with their life and has to be successful in a way to understand you because somebody who is not and even if it's not, I still believe that someone can be with you, but they have to stand behind you and just be proud of what you achieved. And I think that, you know, that support, it would give you wings. It would give him wings. Right? Yes.
1: Yeah, su- support, support, um, support. The support of your relationship is so important. Like It's like the tribe. If you have the tribe that yeah. supports you and, and if, if your personal relationship with your partner, your loving partner is not part of that tribe, then they don't belong as a, as a partner. Uh, they exactly. have to be stronger than your tribe right like that relationship like has to be your your hero in, in a way you know like I know that Esther Perel is one of those women that say like you said um you know you don't have to be they don't have to be your best friend or your mm-hmm. lover and your support system and everything I understand that um and I kind of agree but in some ways I don't agree because I do expect um my lover to support me and be my best friend and be somebody I can talk to um, anytime. I mean, if you can't talk to your lover, I mean, how can you be with them, right? At the end-
0: no, no, no. I, I never meant that it should not be your best friend. But like, I'm always looking when when I talk to people and I'm asking, do you have friends? because if they don't have friends and they expect everything only from you oh, no, no, no that's yes, hard that's what yes, i meant you know yes. like you have your friends they have their friends and there are certain things like just go and talk to your friends maybe i'm not interested in that but yeah be your best friend and loyal to you
1: yeah yeah i think yeah communication is important and um Oh yeah, negotiation. negotiation. Negotiation is important. Yeah, like just be like, Yeah, I've I've learned so much, um, you know, in these years. And my relation, my last relationship was very, very peaceful. You know, we didn't argue. It was all very, very, very nice. You know, in in all the aspects. You know how we, you mm-hmm. know, like he he's a, he was a left brainer and he was having a corporate job and I was an entrepreneur and so we we figured out we negotiate. Okay, when when I have to rehearse or I have to perform, I would just, you know, he will not, we will not, because we were pretty pretty much living together. So we had a a place in Paris and a place in the suburbs. So we would negotiate, we would say, okay, so those nights that I am gonna arrive late, um, I will stay in my Paris place and he will stay in his own place so that I don't disturb his sleeping, for example. Mm -hmm. And that kind of worked, you know, like uh, talking about, you know, negotiating of your lifestyle. I think my if if you if you want to say like the last thing for 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 me is like if you have to have a compatible lifestyle mm-hmm. not so much compatible you know likes or this is the lifestyle if your lifestyle as an entrepreneur is not compatible with their lifestyle um you will never have a partner you would have somebody that you see sometimes
0: <laughs> right and how you find la uh for dating How what? How do you find LA for dating? How is LA if you want to go out and date? How long have you been there? You live in LA. Oh, oh, L- LA. Oh, I see. Um,
1: well, I've only been here. I just moved. So okay. I, I just moved in August. Okay. Uh, I sold my property in Boston and I did a cross country trip and I moved here. And so far I haven't dated. Um, I haven't like I said my priority right now is to to build my business now that I just moved to a new place so I need to like settle here see what's going on I've been trying to see how is the dating world like what where do people go of course with COVID it's very difficult because people are not having social social um, Um, gatherings so it's hard to meet a stranger uh, in a social gathering because they're not having social gatherings so there are a lot of people in the town where I am. I'm in Hermosa Beach, uh, which is 30 minutes from L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I, there's a lot of people training outside. So my idea was to just join these groups of people training. You know, like there's volleyball, there's yoga, and there are men and women in there. So. I thought it would be a good, you know, a good idea to just join. I just joined one um outdoor group yoga and there were no men that day, you know. But I do see you know men and women doing the yoga outside. So I'm try I tried to join some meet um, meetups.com and just find events to go meet people. Um and um I'm having the um beach beach the health, the Beach Cities Health District just invited me to, um, to a group in their neighborhood. So maybe I'll meet
0: somebody there, like just socialize. I just um, interviewed someone who lives in Hollywood and he's a, a writer, he's an actor, he's a comedian. Maybe I introduce you to him. Maybe. <laughs> he's amazing and he's gay he's such a sweetheart
1: so i'm I'm trying to meet people find new friends i have one friend one new neighbor upstairs (laughs) that's good uh, yeah so we go out and uh, we we spend some time you know in the sunset you know and uh, we do things together but i haven't really been uh, romantically dating i'm looking around but it's hard to i think people more people you know
0: more people you know somebody knows someone it's always yeah. like that you know it's the easiest way yeah so i just want to thank you i had really like you are amazing like yeah. the your life is interesting your views are interesting and this is something I'm i'm teaching some of the people that you know how to focus and but you have it right down to the to the t basically mm-hmm. so it's i'm sure you're going to find someone who's going to appreciate you and is going to be the, your best partner and supporting partner so at this the end Did you see this yes but sing <laughs> i love it <laughs> I love it. So, so, so that,
1: for my show, now I'm promoting it this
0: way. This is how I'm going to find my, my
1: my new love life.
0: <laughs> have a have a t-shirt. Have a t-shirt printed in and on the back is single. Hashtag single, yeah. Exactly. Hashtag single. Okay. Yeah. This is who I am. Look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hashtag single. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So uh, can you... I'll let the listeners know about your uh, website we know about uh, where they can listen to your uh, to your uh, podcast and your album what is your website
1: so my website is automateyoursuccesscoaching.com Okay. And uh, you can go there and you can find everything about me. There's like the story, there's an actual video musical where I sing and I tell the story of my life um, and you can find that there. There's also, you can find me on YouTube uh, also as Neni Carolina Chassin and you find all kinds of the conversation videos, you find uh, all the different series of conversations that I did every single day during the pandemic Uh, I gave tips of how to survive and prosper during and after the pandemic. And um, uh, yeah, you can find me everywhere. Uh, Pretty much you just type my name and it'll come up on Google. But uh, yeah, Automate Your Success Coaching is my website, dot com. And um, you can just find me there. All my music, like I said, is all the online music stores, Spotify, Pandora, um, Mm -hmm. iTunes, everywhere. Amazon. I also have uh, two. Actually, have three books. Actually, you know what? Oh wow! I have, um, now three, you're talking. Yeah, I have three little books. So I have actually one that's called Love. Um, <clears throat> I have a little story about my French love loves love story, and it's on Amazon. And yeah.
0: So if I look up your name it's going yes, to be look up my of name
1: in Amazon website. Amazon and of course the link to the books are also in um on your website my website um but I just want to show you the cover is here it's called Everything is Better With You um, a French love story um this is the the book cover okay and uh, it's on Amazon it's on Kindle and paperback
0: Okay. And, um, and then I I'm have... I'm going to read it. Huh? I'm going to read it.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's, it's actually an animation. It's not uh, it, like a written book. It's an animation. Uh, it's like a cartoon book okay. uh, made of all the different things. It's something it's okay. like it's just a pastime. It's like a cartoon book where you you know the different things that it was uh, being with that lover. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I have my um, my cooking book. I have a cooking book uh nenny's healthy cooking nenny's healthy cooking book okay. uh, that i made with um the recipes that i that i did with uh, you know with my french um boyfriend in uh, boston and i released um the third book uh was a motivational uh flower photography book so it's uh it 's called flowers and it's uh motivational it's called um inspire nature and art inspiration. So it's, um, I do photography, flower photography. So I put together a book about all these beautiful flowers all around the world that I've taken pictures of and with a special motivational tip um, below each flower. And these are flowers from Paris, from France, from Europe, from um you may find something from the Netherlands. I don't know. I think I may have something from there, and uh, and London, and Boston, and California. So you should. Um, that's uh, that's my latest uh, book that I released this year. Ça c'était un grand
0: plaisir. Merci. <laughs> thank you so much, and thank you for listening. Don't forget, there is no happiness without love. Love yourself first. Love your partner. How many times
1: have happened those days, do you got to know? Seems like noise of asses and the beggars.
0: Only fear to open, when you're my dream down, at the end.